Hello, welcome back. I'm Serena Hussein. This is the Serena Hussein podcast episode three. I have my notes, of course I do, because this one is quite closely related to my own work. And I try to make all of these episodes um, reflect real life, real activity. Otherwise, it can just all get a bit conceptual and abstract. So let's give you some evidence-based advice since I'm sounding board for creatives. I am Serena Hussein, and this one is about, oh, take a deep breath, clout chasing versus relevant. So being a clout chaser versus being relevant. So um, let's get straight into some points before I address uh, the issue, or let's just say the incident. Um, or the what transpired after I put out a podcast on my life vocabulary platform. Let's talk a little bit about bandwagoning. In order to understand, you know, this whole clout chasing phenomena and actually being relevant, okay? So, as you know, the whole reason I even started the Life Vocabulary podcast and that platform is because... I am so, what's the word, antithetical. I, I'm I'm not a bandwagoner. I don't jump on any of these sort of causes. I empathise, I try to relate, I definitely seek to understand, but I don't start waving the flag for anything. Um, I'm all about trying to read between the lines take what's necessary in terms of value let's have a conversation about it let's try to deepen our understanding about it and I'm not going to have all the answers I'm not trying to provide all the answers and I'm forever learning evolving yada 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 so bandwagoning is really about jumping on issues not just to talk about them but to identify with and so I think it then comes back to your identity and how you see yourself how do you align yourself and what do you align yourself with? Now, the world is very big. So I don't necessarily align myself to one or two or three things. But what I do align myself with is my work and my mission, which is very broad. And it's not determined by my race, my skin or my gender close up on my eyes no it's only because of all the all the the racist and sexist comments that I received okay so when it comes to my delivery I like to keep things conversational but it's most definitely about questioning and posing questions so I don't really want to indulge in theory or purely just share opinions My podcast and my content is definitely not about persuading anyone to have the same view as me or any of my guests or co-hosts. So then why have I chosen music? Well, creativity actually, art and musicianship in particular, I believe that creativity is a very telling and revealing microcosm it's a great lens through which you can perceive and discuss culture human nature 
and just learn more about the creative process, the creative life. And that's what a lot of my interviews are about actually with artists and producers is to learn about their creative process so that others who are on the whole, open-minded questioning viewers and listeners can benefit. The topics, okay, so the topics I cover. In my, in my view, current events require addressing in a broad and general way. And the reason why I don't get into specifics and I don't view myself as a journalist, I'll come back to this whole journalist um, point. Um, because I have a background in journalism, but I'll come back to that in a point in, in a second. I want to address things in a broad and general way so that myself and whoever I'm having the podcast with and whoever's watching can take a step back and not get lost in the isolated event. Because my view and approach is not to tell the news, but to take a step back and discuss what the potential relevance and impact is so it's commentary for sure but let's let's look at journalists because journalists and commentators separate themselves for a very for a very important reason which is why it's really important to discern what's commentary what's journalism I respect journalism so much I worked as one briefly and I most definitely worked within print journalism and alongside other journalists and it's where I cut my teeth as they say as a copywriter PR communications person um commentary to me feels like the build-up to a journalistic piece okay so it's the research that you do the conversations that you have when you dig into the subject matter before you start to craft the final story and that final draft so commentary really allows us all and it kind of makes us all privy to the thoughts and the views, the inner thoughts and the views of those within that kind of industry or or those who have a perspective to share. So with journalism, you're really going to try and provide a balanced perspective, unless you're Fox News or someone else. But anyway, so when it comes to clout chasing, I think it really really the question is do you require clout or do you already have clout so in my opinion I don't require clout and I don't seek it I have it because I've been here I've I have what is required to maintain and sustain my content platform and it's all about producing and providing a discussion piece which can provoke more questions not necessarily provide all the answers and those who know me with life vocabulary and even with this new podcast know that I'm all about the inquiry the constant questioning and learning um, and growing as an individual and I don't see myself separate from anything I try to relate to something whether it's someone from it from a different background etc but I always come back to what I'm building and what I've built over, let's just say 20 years. And let's not say the 40 years I've been alive because I just turned 40. Let's talk about the 20 years, the 20 something years since I was 20 up until now. The industries I've worked in, corporate, NGO, creative, the independent work I've done, my experience as a parent, 
all sorts of things, you know, kind of bringing that all together to really build my empathetic skills so I can try to see something from someone else's perspective, to to know intuitively what kind of questions to ask in interviews, you get my drift. So by, let, let's get into a little bit of the kind of comments that I received. Um, there were plenty of positive and constructive ones, which I really appreciate. But let's talk about some of the negative ones and how they really reflect what people's perspectives are currently and they're not necessarily healthy. Listen, if you're going to try and ring fence, if you're going to try and ring fence a scene or an issue, then you're not actually allowing for progression. Let's say you care about the genre of music or the scene in particular and you care about how it's reaching people but you're not comfortable with listeners wanting to understand and know more about the artist and what the artist is about, where the artist is from, especially when they're documenting their lives and their lifestyle in their music, they're actually opening up their personal life by talking about it, rapping about it, singing about it. That would be really shallow to have so many adore a genre of music like hip-hop or reggae or anything without any true understanding of its roots. What that genre of music and the people within it are up against, what the struggle is. So the struggle is really what have listeners that have listeners identify with you. That's how you get a fan, you know? That's why I am a fan of certain genres of music, especially when they're documenting a struggle because we've all been through struggles and may still be going through them. And as we all know, when it comes to music, the you know, culture is so broad now. And so within hip hop, there are subcultures being born and there are some cultures and some styles of music that are being watered down as well. You know, I've sometimes come across as a bit of a hip-hop purist, even though I'm not a hip-hop head or a grime head or any kind of a head. I try to keep things very general because I'm trying to always take a step back to, 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 to make sure I'm broadening my perspective and understanding. I don't just want to get so tunnel-visioned. So to enjoy and talk on something in order to provide insight is not permissible. Those who aren't encouraging others to provide valid perspectives and to discuss something constructively, they sound like that priest that won't permit a woman to lead a prayer or congregation. You sound like the media who won't allow for diverse voices to be heard. If you can't differentiate between those who don't have any regard for any culture and the roots of it and those who seek to empathise and understand the roots, then we're going to keep getting clout chasers because those jumping in the comments to accuse people with these very generic, stereotypical, cliche, popular, negative terminology are kind of coming across a little bit like clout chasers. So 
there are those who are actually educating themselves and they have conversations and welcome new ones to be better informed and actually speak positively about cultures to better inform others in order to eradicate prejudice those are the ones we need to recognize and see the value in what they're doing and learn to discern what is noise and what is actually valuable content i don't play with clickbait my podcast might be topical but i seek to provide evergreen timeless and universal themed discussions so as a sounding board for creatives what do I do next? So I'm I'm my own sounding board. So after I put a piece of work out and it doesn't quite land as I'd expected, I was not expecting so many views and so many people to tune into a podcast episode, but actually the majority of them to be disappointed. Well, let's say half and half. Nah, let's say majority because I was actually able to convert many people. There were many who loved it from, there were those who loved it let's not exaggerate, there were those who loved it and got in touch with me and they didn't want to jump to the comments because they didn't want to fuel the fire, okay, fan the flames. And there were those who initially were a little bit annoyed, but as they continued to listen, they found that there was a valuable conversation there. So that was a real positive thing, but Having said that, still, I was not expecting to ever have any kind of content out there that would provoke such such a strong reaction from a certain group of people. Okay, so I did get into the comments and I did engage. That was part of my strategy because I have quite thick skin and I'm quite happy for people to disagree with me because that's how you learn and there are one or two who were coming across as quite abusive and name calling yet I still got into a conversation or a back and forth with them and it neutralized somewhat so you've got to have a thick skin and perhaps if you've gone through shit then maybe you have a thicker skin and you can take someone calling you, see you next Tuesday and pay attention to the rest of that paragraph that they've written, even if they are a keyboard warrior, you know what, there's still something in there to pull out and respond to, to try and get to somewhere more positive. So that was my strategy. I stood by the piece of content, it stays up and it is still up. I did, however, decide to change the title because it went up at a moment in time when there were a certain type of viewer and listener that was seeking a certain type of information and I was not giving them that, okay? We're in this time now where people see a video of someone being attacked, allegedly, And then they want more of it. So the very next piece of content that they search for is an insightful conversation with two creative individuals who are talking about 
how music reflects life and how artists document their lives in the music, how you can separate yourselves from challenges and struggles that you've experienced that don't necessarily transform overnight because you become successful as a creative or a musician. And if that shit follows you, what do you do? That's where the conversation actually went. And uh, I can imagine many being quite frustrated with, with that because it didn't give them what they want so much these days. And there were there are artists currently, especially within hip hop, who are arguing that it's a very unhealthy landscape now online because so many are targeted because they simply are visible online. So as soon as you're visible online, there are those who just want to come for you. And it's really unfortunate. It's very unfortunate because we are now within this um, space of anyone spitting hate and negativity and not realizing the toll that that can take on anyone and it doesn't matter how strong you are and how thick of a skin you have of course it takes its toll and it does affect you and more than once I considered making my uh, piece of content private or something but I stood by it and I still stand by it because it was a very worthwhile conversation to have there will be a follow-up to it but what I do understand from a strategic perspective and if I was my own coach as I am for others then I would say Serena perhaps just change the terminology because those who were seeking to find out about the certain incident or event or the musician you know those, there were certain, certain, um, segments of that, of that group of people who were quite happy with how the conversation turned down. They ended up getting something really insightful that gave them something to think about. And that is my audience. Okay. But then there are others. And unfortunately on the whole, who wanted someone who really knew everything about, the person or the incident and to talk on it almost in a circular way because really that would then be clout chasing and that would be being a what would you call it a culture vulture I mean I've talked about culture vultures um if that was the case if what if clout chasing was the case then one would continue to use the same keywords and terminology and titles to ride so-called wave and that's not my bag and that's not really what I'm about so coming back to the topic of this episode do you can you discern whether someone's actually already relevant within their space and is building on that or they are just jumping on topics for the sake of of views. And I am very confident in uh, my space and I will continue to build regardless of the numbers. 
um, because I know it's very worthwhile content and it, content and it gets to those who really require it. Um, when it comes to um, culture, listen, I find this very bizarre because as I said, I don't necessarily identify with the color of my skin or my gender or race or whatever you want to call it. I'm Londoner, born and raised, and I really relate to those who uh, document their struggle in a really insightful way and in, in, in great, you know, storytelling. And and you could say it's because, you know, I've been through my own struggles and perhaps I'm still going through them. And I know that there is a way to overcome and share and continue to strive because that is the nature of life especially when it comes to the creative process and the creative life so I, I I guess I identify with others in much more of a creative way than in a typical let's tick this box because I am a b and c the world may see me and uh, the majority of people especially let's just say people with pre- who are prejudiced they may see me a certain way but guys this is really important it's really important how you view yourself and I know how I view myself and I know how I view the world and it is very, very, it's a very big place and space and there's so much more for us to learn and understand and I am forever in that quest. So um, I I know what uh, is required from me because I've chosen my profession or my, my job, my mission to have slightly tricky and difficult conversations and to provide more commentary and to pose more questions and to leave things open so we can all have an actual conversation in the comments or continue on within our own circles and uh, eventually get to a place where we are continually seeing progress and you know really positive results so before we start to spit the cliche stereotypical name calling we really have to think about what's kind of going on what's really going on in any kind of scene and there are already plenty of people being silenced by all sorts of power structures do we want to start doing that with with people who who are actually very well-meaning and if they do make mistakes let's have a conversation with them if I had made a mistake I'm actually quite happy to own up to it and it would become a great conversation piece for, for a podcast I don't believe I did because um, my disclaimer was up right from the start about my knowledge of said artist but actually let's talk about a b and c and so my product delivered exactly what it said it would as with all of my podcasts, if they are discussing something, so what happens is sometimes we come into the studio, the room, the space with, oh, you know, Childish Gambino just released some music. This is America. Let's talk about it. So the title will be Childish Gambino. This is America. Kanye West just said slavery is a choice. Let's talk about it. So I had a panel. And the title of the podcast video, etc., will be the name of what we kind of, of the event or the artist or the incident or whatever, which we will we'll then use as a springboard to discuss in a more wider way. And that is the approach of my podcast. And I will continue to do that because 
it's really important for me to get to those people who are clicking on that title and who may just be getting lost in that kind of wormhole or whatever you want to call it of just noise and content and maybe they can just find my my piece of content and um, quite happily engage in a conversation get involved in the debate get involved in the comments and take something from the episode itself but the reason why I felt that in this situation I had to change the titles is because this situation in particular there was complete silence on and no one else was talking about it uh, for various reasons which I don't really want to go into and um, and it was inviting the very dark side of let's just say the entertainment music world it's a messy messy place and it's very much because of who who the kinds of people that you have behind screens and they're not all well-meaning and they contribute to a lot of the mental health struggles of creatives and artists so the very artists that they follow and love are actually being affected by that kind of behavior which is a very very big shame and a lesson that needs to be learned and discussed and talked about that's me on this podcast so um thank you so much for tuning in for as long as you have and i will be back always Bye.